0: This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, Char. Hello, it's me. Welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio, your favorite podcast host on the internet. Shar. I am so sleepy. Shar is on and a so 13 full. hour day. How was After Buzz? It was
1: cute. We did Basketball Wives LA. Mm mm-hmm. matter of fact, I thought about you because uh, yesterday, VH1 did two episodes, episode two and three aired yesterday, and there's a scene at the downtown independent, and I was like, oh, Kiss and Tell mm-hmm. Radio. Yeah. No, Kiss and Tell Live. Yeah, Kiss and Tell Radio is at another location that will not be
0: disclosed. Yes.
1: <laughs> so I thought of it, I was like, oh, looky, looky, you know, mm-hmm. so it was Brandy and her estranged husband, Jason Maxill, who uh, did the scene in there. Mm-mm-mm. But it was funny I to watched the first it. episode for you. Okay. Wait, you weren't
0: there when you when they filmed it? Yeah. No, I wasn't at that scene. No. Oh, okay. No. I don't know. So it's it's been quite the time since we've recorded here. We yes. had Kiss until Vegas that happened. When uh-huh. your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Woo woo. We made it a year. Congratulations. I you know. don't seem very excited about that. I
1: am excited. <laughs> it just it's funny how quickly a year goes by.
0: Oh yeah, No, most definitely. It's and very funny. That was the first time we actually did a live um Kiss and Tell Radio as mm-hmm. well. And so the audience loved us. I mean, we definitely got some good responses. Yeah, and was, even that after was that was fun. Shout out to the Vegas listeners. Mm-hmm. That was really, really fun. Calvin and um Woody, which we found some Sherwood. Sure Sherwood. Sure, sure Woody in the bedrooms. Um they were quite the treat to interview. Yeah, I was not, not expecting
1: that. <laughs> that. Going into this interview, I was pulling my Oprah, what is my intention? Um but it turned out to be very loosey-goosey, very messy. But I thought it was going to be... <laughs> it wasn't very messy. It, it was, was just very me- It was messy. It A lot was it implied. It could have been very messy. A lot was implied. Right. I will say that. That but, takes out the vary. But uh, it, was, it was... I thought it was going to be more structured, but I liked that it was more lackadaisical. Yeah. And it was more
0: LOL-ish than, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah.
1: those two are some definite characters. Yeah.
0: No, as much as... And one thing that kind of stood out with what he said was, like, you know, as much as, like... His job as a senator and everything like that. Because they are a senator. They're politicians. Yes. Um, he's like, he'll never want to get so high up in his job where he cannot, like, live openly his life. And he was being completely candid with us, And I, like, enjoyed that about... I've mm-hmm. always... Enjoyed it. I didn't know they were... I didn't get the backstory about... That know, was insane. How they met and everything like that, that. That was... That was insane. Y'all have to wait for that one when it comes out on video on YouTube. Shout but, out to the Atkinsons. Mm-hmm, shout out to the Atkinson's. Atkinsons. That's sh-
1: going to be on YouTube. Our lighting wasn't even good. Well, Mia yeah, got some... She's going to do like the little synopsis thing like she normally does. Mm -hmm. Is
0: this the other one that she sent us? I think so. It was like a short, short one. Yes, I did. did So she fixed the lighting. I'm thinking with that one. But anyways, we are back in Los Angeles. I have been to the south. I was at the NABWMT conference while I was a keynote speaker and spoke about um kind of my funny story of coming to be Jace mm. as a person and as a um I don't even know what you want to like put a title as my career crazy person. Um but yeah, it was very interesting, especially since the people in there were all black and white men. That's the National Association of Black White my- Black and White Men Together. I was literally just about to ask, what does that acronym stand yeah, for? The National Association of Black and White Men Together. And they've been around for thirty-six years. Um and this was their anniversary that they were celebrating and a lot of people in there were were uh I would say the youngest person there was like forty, like forty oh, years wow. old. Wow, so you
1: were in a room full of sugar daddies.
0: Old well, they were all like couples, like interracial couples. Oh. A lot of them were it was like great. I said, you were in a room f- i I'm, I'm joking. I mean, listen, this two thousand sixteen anything is possible but um, but yeah they were really nice they were really adorable. it was kind of good to be around like older gentlemen and they had yeah. a lot of questions especially kind of like the white ones about my opinions on like the millennials and the whole black lives movement thing and stuff like that so mm. it was kind of good to clear up some things because they were kind of confused and really have of, someone of who's... course they were mm-hmm, they were and confused
1: they... by choice and I guess
0: and I'm happy that they asked me because if you do your research ain't nothing to be confused about but they asked this... well I'm not the source but I'm part of that generation yeah yes that is true that movement so I was actually kind of grateful for that and they bought my food so I mean you can't go wrong but yeah anything else that sp- spectacular has happened you got a new job
1: uh, yes I did congratulations uh, was, that is kicking my ass but I really lo- enjoy it mm-hmm um, like you said, today is like a 13, 14 hour day for me. I cannot wait to get home
0: mm-hmm. soon enough.
1: Um, uh, yes, yeah, soon enough. Cause I'm, I'm excited about kiss and tell, but so yeah, that, <laughs> that was the laziest
0: excited is... I
1: think I've ever, <laughs> no, I am excited. Um, but no, so that, that's just been like the newest development with me is a new job. Um, I feel compelled to let the listeners know cause you don't even know this, Something happened yesterday where I kind of ended up re-downloading a dating app. <gasps> so you all know that these things don't work for me, but I met a girl who said that she's 26 and she's a professional. What is you the I met a point. girl,
0: I thought... I was a no, not like now? that. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> I had a conversation with a girl who is a 26-year-old professional. She's a black girl. Um... And she said that her last two boyfriends that she met were through social media. And her current boyfriend, she met on, well, through a dating app. Her current boyfriend, she met, and they've been together for, I want to say, like, two years, and they live together and everything. So I was just like... And they met on what app? That I did not... I think it was Tinder. Okay. I think it was Tinder. (laughs) So I'm sitting across the table from her, and I'm like, shit, let me re-download this. Um, I had been drinking. That should be noted. Um... (laughs) Because yesterday was National Tequila Day Mm -hmm. and I went to brunch. So I had some mimosas. So, yeah, uh, I am back. I don't know how long this is going to last, but so far it has lasted over 24 hours. Oh, you
0: sobered up and you kept the app.
1: Yes, I still have. Now, this morning I was going to delete it, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to give it a fair chance. And so, um, yeah. Now, when we speak Char again, is kiss back and on tell. The dating scene. When we speak again, Ooh, kiss yay. and tell, listeners. It may very well be gone, but who's to say? I'm just taking each day as it comes. But y'all know, all it takes is for somebody to tap on that one nerve. And the whole thing goes. <laughs>
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. Char showed up the other night. We went out, uh, me, you, and Ken J. Or, what do you call him? doll. The doll. The doll. He was the... Kendale. Y- y'all know Kendale. He's been on a couple episodes. <laughs> uh, but Shar walked up and her cheetah prank, her lipstick. I'm like, oh, she's ready. It was
1: campy, though, because I had nothing to wear. So I made a joke and I said that I was in Tina Knowles couture. Because Tina Knowles, we all affectionately know... Back in the day, Tina loved a good leopard print and bold red lip. So because I was wearing that, I just was like, I'm feeling very, I'm feeling like Tina Knowles styled me. I had my blonde hair, my bold red wooby-woo lip mm-hmm. with Vino liner, and
0: my leopard print pants with my black V-neck. And her long, luscious, golden hair. Yes, it all was All around fun. the honey It was cute. Um, so, Char, I'm going to let you introduce the first topic Because we just got into a small discussion Before recording Because I'm so well, confused Well, because words mean things, Jace They it. do They do mean things But I need you to, to dissect this For me and our listeners as well Because maybe just me being a man Okay, so The, the topic, I sent Jace this uh,
1: text A couple days ago Because one of my Twitter followers tweeted and said Most men aren't ready-made so settle mm-hmm. and this is something that i feel felt like we needed to unpack on the show i mean that's what the hell the show is about it's lifestyle and that is some that was triggering for me that was actually a very polarizing tweet now i believe personally that she was being cynical she was being funny but it's some truth don't you think there's some truth in that
0: so settle or the ready-made ready made. Ready well, ready made for sure. Because You never meet
1: I've I have yet to well, there are a few people that I know that met their automatic Prince Charming. But yeah. a lot of people you have to develop and mold. It's like a play-doh. Relationships can be like play-doh. You gotta develop, you have to mold, you have to nurture in order to get to that place. And I think that what determines how much work I have to invest in you determines whether I'm staying or not. So, nurture the relationship or the person? Both. Because nine times out of 10, your partner doesn't come ready made. You have to work, Ever. especially because relationships are about compromise. You have to work with people. I mean, I even say Unless this about myself. Kid. I even say this about myself, but it's more so you all know how I feel about men, especially men. <sighs> I mean, heterosexual identified, possibly trans attracted men. There's so much that goes into that and that is partially why I'm single because I don't have the energy to, to dedicate to that.
0: Right. Um, okay. So if I'm understanding this correctly, um, ready made for a relationship versus ready made for you are two different things. So ready made for a relationship with you, with, I'm not talking about friends, Oh, I know, but people who are ready for a relationship, they may find someone who makes them ready for that aspect. Like, you know, like, I'm on some raging hoe in, like, West Hollywood or the streets of Hollywood or even Silver Lake, and you meet this one person that's like, oh, wow, like, you changed the game, so I'm ready to settle down with you. I believe that exists.
1: That, that can happen. By
0: trying to, like, mold somebody to... Mold somebody to be equipped to deal with you.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Give me one
0: second. I'm listening. I'm going to keep talking, friends. I'm listening. (laughs) Um, Kind of molding somebody to be equipped to deal with you. I think that comes with every relationship because it's literally two people
1: yes yeah i'm I'm not disagreeing with you mm-hmm. but i'm saying there is no difference between being ready made for you and ready made for a relationship as if you're in a relationship with me those two are synonymous they're not mutually exclusive oh, they need to be yeah
0: they need to be both they're in to, one accord they're, right
1: they're together they're not mutually
0: exclusive but someone could be ready for a relationship but not ready for you
1: that Now, that That's is true. That, no, that is That's what I'm saying. That is very That's why I'm saying just two separate things. you can be all true.
0: ready you want to, but are you ready to deal with me and everything I come with? Mm-hmm. Question. So, settle. Tell me I don't think... Ooh, settling. If
1: you're someone... There are tons ooh. of people that I know who relationships are their end-all, be-all, like how I view my personal successes. My professional life is my end-all, be-all. I know people who their romantic relationships are their defining... That's what they use to, do, to validate themselves, to stroke their egos. As people? Yes, I know people like this oh, who hey. use relationships to define them. Um, but is that problematic to you? Oh, extremely. Okay. Are you kidding me? Extreme. Okay. I mean, what I do could be argued as problematic because I do d- depend on my professional life to stroke my ego And for validation. Because I enjoy that aspect. But I would never... I couldn't imagine putting that into someone else. And I know people that just coast with their professional life. They don't care as long as they're collecting a check. They don't care where it's coming from. But their love life is their end-all, be-all. So that's why I cannot relate to them. But that's where the subtle aspect comes in. That's why they are relationship-hopping. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Why they relationship-hop so damn much. Because... Or just
0: in an unhappy relationship and just settling...
1: That happens all too frequently, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been times... It's comfortability
1: that comes with... Even with unhappy relationships, there's a comfort factor
0: that comes there. Especially, like, the old people. Like, like I've been with you for 40 years already, so, like... Yeah. No one wants me now, so we're just gonna ride this out so we both croak and call it a day. I mean, there's there's been situations where I've been in relationships where it's like... You i take them i titles mean things like mm-hmm. if i have the title with you like that means like i am and i put my all into relationships like you are like my rising sun and my sunset like i love you and that's just kind of what it is and i put my energy into it mm-hmm. um but there have been times where people who i have dated whether their title are not or are not on the same page And like, I kind of felt myself like, okay, well, am I settling because like, I love this person Mm -hmm. and like, because I'm putting my energy into it Mm -hmm. or am I just like waiting for a resolution or like an opening experience? Like, okay, this is clarity. Sometimes you talk yourself into hanging
1: in there with, with dead situations, but not to get too far from the, the tweet, most people, most men are not ready. Well, I'll just say people to paint. You know, with broad strokes. So my question to the listeners are, what do you all think about that tweet? Ready-made. And describe ready-made again because... Okay, a- so for me, ready-made means you are ready. Like, it, it, it literally means what the word is breaking down. Like, when she says, when, the, when she it implies most men aren't ready-made, to say that you're ready-made means that you are coming to me and basically all of your ducks are in a row. Mm-hmm. nothing is is quote unquote wrong with you. I mean, no one's perfect, but you know, nothing major is wrong with you. And I'm just ready to fall into your arms and ride into the sunset. To me, that is how I interpret ready-made. So when she said most men aren't ready-made, so settle, what I got, what I took away from that is most men don't come Without flaws or with, or without scripts. so you gotta settle and you gotta kind of work. Like I was gave the Plato comparison, you gotta work with people. You have to mold him to potentially be your ideal mate, and that could even play into cheating.
0: Oh Lord, it could. I don't know The one thing I always because say Because men like, have
1: been redeemed From cheating And have. have never cheated again
0: That's fine Oh no, but no, that no, I what agree with that 100% You know
1: He wasn't ready made he wasn't But she ready worked made with him them. But to say a man um, I forgot what what Our discussion was um, Most men aren't made So subtle. That's oh, yeah, totally I,
0: different I, I missed uh, Wrote the, 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 the In topics. the email That's yeah.
1: totally different From ready made Totally different
0: Maybe that's just me Being a man and Not understanding But I don't. I think everyone comes with their issues, and you know, it It depends on the weight
1: of the issue, though. It literally depends on the weight because I look at myself, not saying you know I'm this or that, but to me, I mean I know I can be erratic. I know I'm dramatic. (laughs) I know that I have, but I own up to this, right? I know that I am moody. I love no one else's company surpasses mine. I enjoy my own company. I know these things about myself, but I also know that I'm ideal in that traditionally, in the traditional, quote unquote, female gender role, I fit in perfectly. I am independent. I can provide for myself. I cook. I clean. I'm a natural nurturer. Like, I'm a literal natural nurturer. I'm here for my friends, so I know that I'd be here for my man. But for a lot of people, the deal breaker is that I'm trans. So
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm not ready made for you. Maybe if I would have had, uh, my gender reaffirming surgery, maybe then you'd consider, but there's something standing in the way type, you know what I mean? I've had this conversation with men before right. who have, most men that I come across are like, you know, I know what, you're I know. everything,
0: but
1: right, that's basically that's it that but. or it's, you know, you're, I know what's going on. I know, you know, but you're still very pretty. That is typically what I'm met with. I'm hardly ever met with aggression, but that's literally what it was. what it is. You are literally, I like everything about you. I love your personality. I love that you are gainfully employed. I love that you whatever, yada, yada. The list goes on and on.
0: But. Mm-hmm. Well, that could go into a whole, like, the but factor. Because mm-hmm. the butt factor is very real. Well
1: I'm like that. I, I mean I've met men that I got everything going for themselves but there, I've been fickle.
0: What's the deer breaker? About like
1: oh but he's morbidly obese. Right. Or oh he's missing I was about teeth. to say that's a huge thing like,
0: like, in the gay community on our end. It's like no fast no fems. Like oh he's a, he has a great personality. Great job. You know. Mm-hmm. He wears Louboutins. Da da da. But he's feminine. Or like but yeah. he wears makeup. I can't deal with, with nobody that wears makeup. Not because like it takes a lot Time, but just because you don't want to be seen in public with that person, mm-hmm. so I was like the book factor is very real mm-hmm. not B-U-T-T, but the B-U-T. but. I mean, the book factor is a good thing, but I mean, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Ready made, I don't think anybody's ever ready made. I think each relationship, relationship is different, and like if you come and like you guys are smooth sailing even past the honeymoon phase, more power to you. Yeah, because at the rare. end of the day, like, if it's worth it, it's worth it. I always tell people, like, what's your advice? Is it worth it? it Shout is... out
1: to Tamia and Grant Hill, who just recently celebrated 17 years of marriage. She is so pretty. And he is, too. They're both pretty.
0: He reminds me of Hill Harper. hmm I don't know. But, anyway, so, if you're not ready, maybe you break up, and then you have an ex. So, transitioning to the next topic. So, exes, senior ex in public. So... We've talked about this all the time. Like, LA is a very, very small community, especially when it comes to entertainment, especially when it comes to being a POC, especially to all our different marginalized communities that are just all fit into one little socket. Put
1: mm-hmm. it on Instagram,
0: Facebook, Twitter. It's even smaller. Um, so what happens when you see your ex in public, and on top of that, they're with their new bae? I think it depends on the...
1: Depth of the relation Not the length But the depth of the relationship Has it happened to you before? Um Let me think Not in person But definitely all in my face On Facebook Mm -hmm. I don't think Well you know what When I was in high school My first boyfriend I don't even know if I should call him boyfriend He abused me so much Emotionally Not physically Emotionally Um To the point where I remember We would've maybe like Just had sex the night before And then the next day, as I'm walking in the hallway in passing period, he has some bitch pressed up against the locker and they're kissing. Um, So that is very traumatic. Like, I can still feel that rage. I've since freed myself because he's like a bum now. I mean, he's not a bum. If you're listening, I mean, you know. (laughs) No, because we've made amends. Okay,
0: good. But...
1: My life is very, very different from his right now. I'll just say that without going into detail. <laughs>
0: Va-va-voom.
1: And uh, I knew, as I knew it always would be, but he couldn't see that. Well, he chose not to. mm mm-hmm. um, And so... That is, so I, I say all that to say that has never happened to me, Um, but I believe that your reaction would be, would be based on the depth of the relationship. Because I've had friends, I know people who have been, who maybe dated someone for a month, but had such a strong connection. Right. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And now it's like, you would think that they were together for a decade. But mm-hmm. I know people who are in a relationship. For example, all throughout undergrad or all throughout high school, and yeah, they had so many defining moments and growing pains together. But it's just like okay, whatever. She got a new guy or he got a new like. It's like okay, because there was no at the end of the day the, there was no concrete. We just spent time together. We right. worked well together. Right, right, right. right. But there's no in depth. It was connection. real cute on
0: MySpace. And yeah, then, like, that's like, about it. That's just what it is. Right. No, I I don't think I've ever had. Actually, that's a lie. Um, one time I was actually at my ex's house mm-hmm. and their new bae walked in and he didn't introduce him as that person, but I kind of like felt the vibe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, oh, hi, I'm Jace. Da-da-da-da. What do you do? Oh, I'm an actor. I'm all great. Da-da-da-da. Had the conversation mm-hmm. and then he ended up like leaving. So, after I was like, is that your boyfriend? And he was just like, yeah. I'm like, well, how come we you didn't say that was your boyfriend? Like, that's almost disrespectful on his part. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, because uh, he knew exactly who I was. Right. And, you know, I'd never met him before, but I, I didn't even know he existed. Um, hmm. So that was awkward. I mean, there's been, and I had a couple situations. It was awkward for you, not for them. It wasn't awkward for me, because I, I just kind of, like, went along with it. I, oh, had, okay. I had a boyfriend at the time, too. Okay. So, like, it wasn't really anything big, but, like, everyone was, like, on the same page, except gotcha me and then i had to kind of had like defuse the situation Mm -hmm, a little bit mm -hmm. there wasn't any fire there but it was just like am i gonna ask this person if that's his boyfriend like how do you kind of address that situation so i mean that's probably the closest that's that's been uh as far i've been in situations where i was dating the person and someone else came in the picture kind of like how your story was um and they which story the one with the uh, boy in the locker Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. So, like, y'all were, like, banging it out, and the next morning he was somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely happened to me, and it was in your face. Or I would see people leaving,
1: you know, his house and all this stuff. Like, it was, that was such a hectic, uh, literally traumatizing, I think I shared the story, on because I I shared about, yeah, because I shared about how Destiny's Child's music got me through my adolescence, Mm -hmm. and how I leaned on it. That was because of that. That all of those empowerment anthems and all the writings on the wall. I'm a survivor. Seriously, that was a a very for little 14 year old me who was still discovering myself and what sex was and how Mm -hmm. it made my body feel. There was a lot of emotion tied into this boy who was three years older than me, which is statutory rape. But at the time, I didn't know what was going on. So, um, but there was (laughs) a lot of emotion and he knew how to how to play the fuck out of me. And he did. He successful absolutely, I was easy prey.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was easy prey. Yeah.
1: And he was an athlete and three years older than me. So, yes, there was a lot that went into that. But by the time I was 16, I remember I was totally done with him. But it was an ordeal.
0: You were an early bloomer.
1: That was an ordeal for me.
0: Yeah, and, uh, One time, actually, a boy popped up on my People You Should Know with at his wedding. Oh God!
1: Now see, I've had that happen. Yeah, guys that I've slept with in college or high school—we're not friends on Facebook, but I see them. No, no, we dated, married. Oh, I've never dated anyone who. And I was just like, oh. Well, the craziest thing is, I was with this boy, my most recent boyfriend. Remember, I I always say that I haven't had a boyfriend in a decade. Mm -hmm. My most recent boyfriend is now trans, and I know it's crazy. But uh,
0: your most recent boyfriend is not so he's
1: very Chris Jenner. I'm Chris, trans
0: woman, trans woman. Yes,
1: I'm Chris, and that's Caitlyn, Okay, basically. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> that was something that that is amazing. I had to check how I looked at that because I was like, was he with me? Because you know, sometimes they say that guys date the girls because they want to be the girls, or when quote unquote butch queens try to uh control trans women how trans women go about the world it's because they want to be a tra- or they are trans women and they can't anyway this guy dated me wait but I, were
0: you, do you, you identified as uh i was gender nonconforming. conforming okay. yes
1: so there was still makeup and there was still Got you it. know that is who um i was at 18 and so and he was like a, the fucking trade that's what killed me um and so I remember when I went to college we still remained Facebook friends but I noticed that he had, he had a very beautiful girlfriend mm-hmm. but they were all over social media like very like relationship goals like cuz he's very attractive um well was very attractive and um she was very cute. And so that's something that I had to deal with constantly seeing that and then out of nowhere Um, I think, how did I find this out? I want to say I was at the club with one of my girlfriends. In Chicago? She's also trans, yes. Okay. And I bumped into her. I'm going to refer to her with her pronouns now as her. She was dressed up, like in drag almost, at this club. So it was very, uh, I don't know. And like I said, I had to check my own commentary. Because for someone who champions for trans, trans people just in general, but trans women of color in particular... I had to check my anger at the door because I was angry. I'd be lying if I said I was not angry.
0: I don't know how I digest that.
1: Yeah, it's... uh, It's It's kind of
0: like, you know, you're dating... And she
1: constantly writes me and is like, next time you're in Chicago, let's do lunch and things. And she just started her hormone therapy in March. We have mutual friends. Chicago's not big. And it's like, so sometimes I'll get updates on her and it's just like... I don't want to have lunch with you, though. Like, nothing against her, really. Right. But I'm not interested in pursuing... A relationship. Any type of friendship. Right. Any. Because I feel duped. I feel like Chris.
0: Ooh. Ooh. And Chris, she needs her own autobiography because her life was challenging. Yes. So... Um, I guess that's kind of... I mean... Kind of relating it to, like... A straight woman with a straight guy, and then ends up being gay.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of, sort of, but different.
0: Right. But different. But kind of, sort of. It's more
1: of like a, that sense of betrayal is still there. That right. feeling of betrayal is
0: still there. Absolutely. And shout out to my ex-girlfriend, or every girl I ever dated. They were very, you know, yeah. understanding, if you will. Um, well, what about if you see? Because this has happened to me, where I've seen... I've been with my friend, and they've seen their ex with their friend... Sorry, their ex with their new band, Public. Very dilemma. No
1: matter what Like, I how do you support...
0: Right. How do you, like, support your friend? Because there's been... I remember one time... Oof. I remember one time... So, basically, like, the situation was... My friend was pretty much, like, the side chick. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean... It, the sidekick yeah the side chick but it was more of like their relationship was still going on and then technically stopped but kept going but then someone else got involved on the other end
1: oh okay so like okay.
0: they broke up right but they were still doing it and then, the, it. They, and then the right other, the like what they thing, say
1: what Hilary Duff is going through right now
0: oh with okay. her ex-husband allegedly I need, to, I need to check those tweets yeah allegedly I love Lizzie McGuire I love her um, but, yeah, there was a one time where I, like... There was a situation where the boy is being disrespectful to my friend. Mm-hmm. So I had to jump up and be like, no, 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 sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Don't let me blast out all your tea. Mm-hmm. Like, shut up right now. Because I know you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, let's not do this in public. So, like, that's kind of how I handled that situation. But, like, you know, it's kind of... For someone to just kind of feel bombarded because, like, all right, there's two people against one. So yeah. How do you? How do you as a friend kind of support? Like, okay, no, I'm here for you. I may not be it's, your bae. That'd be challenging. But like, and
1: sex is always such an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. I can't. Typically, Cause... always, if you're having sex with the same person, it's gonna get emotional. Mm-hmm. It's going to, and if it's not from your end, it's from theirs. I always say this. You all know this. You, you all aren't new here. I always, that's why I do do not believe in friends with benefits, even though I've been in friends with benefits situations, but what worked for me is we went extended amount of
0: time not talking, (laughs) Um,
1: because of me, because of me, I can't talk Time without? Yes, without.
0: Without talking or sex? Both. Okay. Just like cling chop.
1: Yep. Because I will not be getting caught up and lurking outside of your North Hollywood place throwing bricks up at your window because you're not answering my phone call. I'll be damned. So that's why I believe friends... Because if you're not catching feelings, best believe someone the other person is, the other
0: party is. Mm, Yeah. I I think think friends with benefits... We've had this conversation. Like, friends with benefits are working until they don't. And, Mm. And that's fine. I don't think the... the... the universal, like, end is... Someone just feeling as it could be like I do I don't cuz there's been times riders don't care and they didn't care either That's what, like, well,
1: That's what you think. That's what you think That's what you think They're actually in love with me. Catches. Well, then I'm flattered. No, not in love Not in love, but they there's an emotional connection Even with men even with all the testosterone running and you all can just bump and go if it's over time all the time. Well, not even all the time. But if it's over time, there's going to be some emotional connection.
0: Actually, I actually had someone tell me that they were afraid to have sex with me. because Why? Because they didn't want to get... They were so emotionally attached to me. Oh, that sex would have just sex ruined it. Been, If you been...
1: ain't my boyfriend, it's pointless. Right. If, 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 and
0: that's if, if. exactly what it was. They wanted to, They wanted they to it. be with me, but they didn't want to be my boyfriend. What? Yeah, it was a mess. It was a hot oh, mess. Oh, bitch, please. bro. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Like, what the fuck? Like, stop. mm -mm. mm
0: -mm. That just gave me a headache when (laughs) you're saying that. Listen, it gave me three years of a headache. But um, anyways, so speaking of headaches, the mind, music. Mm -hmm. You hear the latest, I don't know, Monica. Okay. Is she a good example? Who's hot right now? I like Monica. You like Monica?
1: Yeah, we can stick with Monica. Monica. I like
0: Monica Brown. So when you hear music... This is a conversation I actually had with Olivia. We all know who Olivia is. Um, And, you know, they were saying, like, oh, I want to learn how to play the drums. Like, when I hear music, this is what I hear. Okay. And so I was just like, really? I was like, that's kind of interesting. Because I've had friends who are, like, you know, musicians and stuff like that. And they always kind of, like, pick up what... Either um, the saxophone or the guitar, mm-hmm. or the clarinet, kind of like what they hear. So we all hear like the same song, but we all kind of pick hear up different elements. Different things, just like you know, I'm elements. always
1: harmonizing. Harmonizing, okay. Yes, because I was raised in the choir. Well, that's the question. I did church and school choir my entire childhood and adolescence i stopped singing at like 16 17 and in college i was in choir for like two years so i can listen to anything and harmonize with i was in alto too mm-hmm. which you know the soprano is melody alto is harmony so i can um harmonize with just about anything but what's what's the question that you're leading to what do you well the question hear? was
0: like what do you what do you hear when you hear music like what do you like not say listening to but like what do you hear
1: I soak in all elements, mm-hmm. honestly. I love music that has, like, for example, I like a lot of Keisha Cole's music. And I know mm-hmm. I'm in the Beehive, but instrumentally, that is what is appeasing to my ear. But her voice aside, Keisha Cole, in a lot of her songs, has heavy drums. Mm-hmm. She has strings. It's things like that. Right. But she also has Like, good, good, good. Especially that second album tons of violins oh and gosh. orchestras so i like elements that give me a mid-tempo i love a mid-tempo song like i say my name but I, I can appreciate a fast one like lose my breath but keisha cole in particular those first two albums had a lot of mid-tempos and ballads a lot of heavy drums and a lot of strings i pay attention to things like that and i also pay attention to vocal quality diction and i guess how you go about runs and riffs always fascinate me so, like, I think that Kelly Rowland, her voice is literally, like, butter. It's like water. Like, the way that she... Mm-hmm. Her tone is so pure. Sometimes it gives me chills. Like, she has a few songs that I get chill Like, Kelly's tone is so crystal clear and pure. And Beyonce has a very powerful one, for example. And Michelle has a very soulful one. So, it all works together to, you know, but... Kelly has always stood out to me because of that.
0: Soulful is a good term because people don't really know how to like label her voice. Michelle has an extremely it's soulful, very... and
1: Beyonce is very jazzy too. Mm-hmm. Beyonce has a very like jazzy... with Love*. Mm-hmm. Or what was the
0: song we're listening to on the way to um Vegas? Is she the reason? Yes. That last um, little. Um,
1: All you had to say was the same what you want. Mm-hmm. I would be so hurt, and I could just, just move on. Yes. So, there's things that I do. I am someone, my entire family is music, um, especially on my mom's side. My grandmother was the organist at the church. All of my mom, and my mom and her sisters, they all sing. They used to be like in a little group or whatever, like the Pointer Sisters. So, I grew up around music. music right. I was in musical theater. So, it's just, in, but in particular, vocal music. I tried to play the viola and the clarinet in elementary school, but that really wasn't for me. But I can still... Like, I took music theory classes so I can read some music and get tempos and things like that. But I'm not Alicia Keys. I'm not coming out here with pianos right, and drums right. and shit. But I know my way around. If you threw a mm-hmm. sheet music mm-hmm. at no, me,
0: no, no, that was, I know my way around. That, that was Tyler's saying. Like, my dad, he plays the piano. He plays um, so hard. the trumpet. But my sister, that was always her thing. Like, she was like, Tyler, does a guitar... I mean, mm-hmm. like, she has the guitar, the piano. I was dropping her for piano lessons. Like, that was, like, she's more musically thing. Okay. And it's funny because, like, for me, I always listen to, like, the lyrics. Okay. And, like, I could, re- I, could, I could tell you exactly where I was at if I hear a certain song. Yeah. It could be years ago. Yeah. But I could tell you exactly. Pretty Ricky, for example, mm-hmm. the other day. We were listening to Juicy or Pretty Ricky. Okay. Can you make a Juicy? Oh, I'm, I'm man, familiar. Right. Summer 05. And I could tell you that. And I visualized in my head being pulled over by the cops in this park in Rialto mm-hmm. because they had a curfew apparently and I was 16 years old or maybe okay. 17 um but I, I remember think we were 16, like oh 05 oh five oh5 that we was were... that was going into senior years so we were 18. No, we were oh, 17. we were 17. 17. Yeah, we were 17. I remember, because I wasn't 18 yet, and that's the reason why the cop yelled at me is because yeah. I was underage. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I live in Riverside. Yeah. I was out here for a party. Mm-hmm. Okay, go home. But, like, just, I could always relate, and I could always, like, feel music. I remember, like, going through, like, the first time a boy broke my heart, I was not ready. Because, first of all, I not have had my
1: heart broken. Woo!
0: We talked about this, but I, I've
1: also drunkenly cried to I Remember by Keisha Cole, ironically, I remember in college. My heart, bro. I just bought that CD and I unwrapped it, and I came in after a party, pissy drunk. You know how it is in undergrad. Right. And somehow I ended up naked in the fetal position. Of my room, snot bubble crying because that song Mm-mm. struck a chord with me. And but I mean, my heart ain't never been broken. Right?
0: No, you. I don't. And I don't want to. Like, I'm gonna have to block you because you're gonna be calling me. Call says me. That. You're gonna be calling me, and I'm be like, no, 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 no.
1: My best friend said that that I'll probably end up with a mugshot if I ever you get my heart broken. You probably will. But like, I, just remember, like, I just remember, like, I
0: remember, like, you know, you are having girlfriends didn't break your heart, and then but when it came to dating men, like, I was just like, oh, this is just something to do for the meantime. Like, I didn't. And I. And I remember... You got snatched right on up. (laughs) snatched. And I was not ready to be like... I was like, oh, wait, you're actually, like, not in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. And I actually feel some emotion towards that. And I remember it was, like... It was junior year, and I used to... I had this playlist that I made on my computer. And I used to drive from Orange County all the way to downtown and take Sunset Boulevard all the way to the beach and just sit on the beach and just post and just, like, be sad as fuck because at the same time I wasn't even out to my friends so they had even no idea I was just going through all this heartache so I would turn to music and like the lyrics, I Jesus, think that it, was like it, your own
1: personal prison. It
0: was my own personal prison that I made because I was too insecure yeah, you, to like. Come like on, I gotta, h- that listen, I made. Listen, that listen.
1: I, y'all heard that right? I
0: made. I went up to that. That I made. I'll, I'll that. That I no, made. But I'm saying that
1: that was a word right there. Mm-hmm. That I. That I made. made. I made my
0: own prison because I was too insecure with who I was, and mm-hmm. because I was the popular kid on campus, I couldn't be gay. You know, mm-hmm. I just, you know. And I remember even dating this person, like, shout out to him now. He's the one that's actually married now. Like, uh-huh. I remember I remember him telling me, because I was a party kid in college, and mm-hmm. I used to go to his house all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. And he told me I was shorting myself. He was like, you know, people have this impression of you. You're, like, this wild and, like, crazy, like, fun-going person, but there's so much more to you than that. And you don't allow people to see You're that. You're selling yourself short. Right and I was just like mm. and that's something that resonated with you so mm-hmm. what song did you listen to Ooh, for the <laughs> ooh there was a whole entire playlist so I told you I drove from Orange County mm-hmm. to downtown which is 30-40 mm, minutes late at mm-hmm. night plus if you're taking the street sunset all the way to the beach that's like yeah. Malibu so it was a smooth that's hour a and a half trail. drive right And so, I mean, I remember JoJo Letter Rain was on there. Okay. Letter Rain for the first time. What's that song by JoJo? uh,
1: Never Been in Love. Mm hmm. That is my
0: shit. Fairy Tales. Fairy Tales is my shit too. Like, oh my gosh. So it was Fairy Tales. There was a lot of Leash Keys on there. Um, Keisha Coles when that album came out as well. It came out a little bit after. The second one or the first one? The second one. Second so one. I remember was my the, my friend. The, the shit. The shit. It's stayed on rotation. Time, and that's the first time I went started going to award shows. I remember she saying, "I remember." Uh huh. Um, at the trust AMAs. all of that like mm-hmm. let
1: it go like oh my god that's second I think it's called just like you or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I'm
0: just like you. I'm trying to kill myself. Gold. Like gold, mm-mm. and I remember I just and I used to be crying like to myself to my music because I couldn't I wouldn't I didn't have the balls to like. Too, you didn't have I could else. not imagine
1: being in those shoes. Oh, yeah, it was fucking. That terrible. was not my experience. It was
0: fucking terrible. um
1: Yeah, I'd probably end up in jail today, especially with Lemonade out.
0: With that, Hold up, they
1: don't love you like I love you. That album. So you now,
0: did you see that get like up. when you kill your husband before the song's over? Because no. the Beyonce "Told You So," no. I was hollering like, "Oh, is this is about forgiveness." Like it's like this woman who's like, "Oh, I did see that before, <laughs> before the album is right over, the, uh, and then and he, Beyonce get to forgive and shit." But your husband already did. Already it. did, and you're just like, "Whoops." Uh, yeah. So that's kind of like, yeah. When I hear music, I hear lyrics on me because like I'm a writer, or whatever. That's the case a good be. question
1: because a lot of people.
0: It's certain music that I don't listen to anything. Like I, don't, I didn't try
1: to learn the lyrics to Panda. I didn't care what he was saying really. I just oh, knew that no. it had a, it was a cute bop. But there are certain things that you just need those musical elements. How does the artist's voice
0: flow over the elements, the track? Um, I don't
1: know, It just it it
0: But you I, know what? I'm kind of like when you said Panda, I like kind of like light bulb. because like me us why I don't really I don't listen to a lot of new music cuz you don't even know what they're with this, like know what they're no. saying now. Like bend it, bend it. Oh, like, what are you saying? It's a cute bop. It's a cute bop. That's and what all it's All these there DJs for. have these great, you know, tracks that people are singing to. That is and what, what it's like, there for. Yay, Cut
1: bite. it and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. that is what they're there for. To me, they're there for cute bop. Down in the DM was my shit when it first, well, before it came out, because I love being on the songs before y'all get on the songs mm. and i loved oh my god i love that song that was my, I, I, that's all i played around new year's down in the dm yes so I'm trying that, to that, that was pussy. that was my i got <laughs> so libs in the dm
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i love when he said because i got a crush on angela simmons <laughs> i got like that was so cute to me i want somebody to say they got a crush on char Jazelle. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, daddy. Yes. You gotta proclaim you it's a revo- say my name. revolutionary act for a man to proclaim his love for a trans woman. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's a quote. Um,
0: shout out to Laverne. Sh- shout out to Laverne. Um, whatchamacallit. So it's a. Kind of to segue like into this last topic. So, this is something that I kind of saw. And that's actually a topic that was brought up by one of our listeners. Jesus. And sh- first of all, shout out to the people who are being vocal now. The last episode, I made sure to, like, put the, like, all right, make sure you guys, like, comment on iTunes. And if you have topics that you want us to, like, talk about or, like, ask Jason Shar, send us, tweet us, email us. Like, please be more vocal. And you guys are doing it now, so I appreciate that. So, this last topic was actually brought up by somebody. And um, the subject line was too woke. Oh, right. Um, so basically, he had seen um, something online, and it was about like a cop that was cussing out. Sorry, a pedestrian that was cussing out officers. One of them was black, and one of them they sent me in the video. One of them was black, and one of them was, was Hispanic. Okay. And they pulled somebody somebody over. Nothing is happening. But he's on his phone filming this Cops like, Yeah, motherfucker, I got you. He's like, this is a random routine. Stop. Like, calm down. He's like, no. Since y'all want to motherfucking kill us, I'm going to sit here. And then he starts insulting the cops. And like, just saying it was like, really like. What's the point? Rude, stupid stuff. Like, you know. And he started saying like, you know what? We're a minority. And the cop was like, "I'm I'm a minority too. No, you're not. The what am I? A bitch? Like, why are you saying all that stuff? This was a black guy doing this. This is a black guy doing this. Oh, he was to a Hispanic and a black cop who we're just pulling somebody over. He got too comfortable. Too comfortable. So the subject was called too woke and they kinda wanted to get our opinion on what did we kind of think about people who are too woke and who are attacking people, you know, via social media. The, uh, well to me know.
1: that's not What he did Is does not e- e- Exemplify woke at all Cursing out cops right. does not mean that you're woke The fuck So that doesn't correlate with the question to me Well but it you the question people, because
0: that's what he was trying to say He's like he's like, alright well this is what's going on in the world So I'm going to sit here and record you And do whatever you, I blah, want blah, blah, I like, do know people make sure who that you're are like, classified
1: as Quote unquote too woke um, That's such an iffy That's such an iffy topic though Too woke um, because different people have different objectives on social media, and a lot of the times, what I find is it's a degree of post-traumatic stress disorder or something that has triggered them to go into this, like something they've read or they saw that they just so strongly identify with. They go on these crusades, if you will. They go on these social media
0: mm-hmm. rampages, yeah,
1: <laughs> literal rampages, because something has been they didn't have the words they didn't have the language to say it but someone else said it for them and they're like i get it now now you have provided me with the language to get off my chest what i need to get off my chest and that turns into sometimes you know rampages now i do know for example hotep twitter who i have an extreme problem with that's what i call Hotep Twitter. What is Hotep Twitter? Hotep Twitter are is that sector of black men in particular who are obsessed with Egyptian culture, who think all black. <laughs> oh, Hotep. Black... Yes, Hotep.
0: I'm thinking like Ho, like H. Oh no, no, no. I'm I thinking like, Hotep,
1: <laughs> Egyptian, um, who think that all African life derived from Egypt, as if everybody's East African and Egyptian and Ethiopian. They totally disregard Nigeria and Ghana and like and just dumb shit I don't follow Um, them (laughs) oh I don't either they're poison but they are people who and I I, I don't I'm not trying to you know group them all yes I am Deal with it. Typically, they are extreme misogynists and they are anti-LGBT. They are the type of people who believe that black lives matter, but they only matter if you are heterosexual and male mm, mm, and black. Mm, mm, mm. That is Hotep Twitter. Is and a that a whole
0: nother segment. Come yes,
1: on. but that goes into the whole woke thing because those are the ones that I see really, you know, policing women, uh... As far as women's images, and if you have a blonde weave or if you may be wearing a bikini top, they want everybody to look like Erica Badu. Those are the only type of mm. women that they call queens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they literally police everything, but they hate women. They hate, especially black women, especially black women with an opinion. They hate that. They want right. you to be demure, barefoot, and pregnant cooking their meals like they believe in a woman's place a woman's type place, thing. And right. I'm not speaking on behalf of them. I'm just going based off of my personal experience, what I have witnessed on my Twitter feed with this bullshit. And so um, everything is invalidated. Gay men aren't real men. Trans trans women are just the ultimate just abomination. And so those are the people that typically, from what I've seen throw around that whole woke stay, hashtag stay woke. Now it's used more seriously. But if when it first started on Twitter, It was more of a joke because they were the ones really pumping it. Pumping this hateful rhetoric. Mm -hmm. The gay agenda is alive and real. Hashtag stay woke. Like, what? So, that is my, in my experience, that's how I would define, quote unquote, too too woke. woke, Yes. That's very Would be hotep Twitter. But everybody else... No, I definitely
0: agree. And like, what was, like, I'm looking for it right now. What was the interview that the guy did with Charlemagne on the breakfast club okay
1: that is i think dr umar johnson there we go i don't he is a literal figurehead of hotep twitter but one of my friends uh watched that interview and he said that the guy was actually making some good points as far as socioeconomic policy Mm -hmm. but he's still not someone that i'm a fan because i've i've come across on accident you know when you go down that youtube rabbit hole where Mm -hmm. you watch one video and then
0: Two hours later, you're on. You're like okay. And I
1: stumbled across some of his work, and it's just I'm too like, woke on
0: you, and you're crazy, right? And I'm, exact, I'm like,
1: I can't that do happened him because
0: I was actually had that as a topic for the um another episode. Um, but I was like researching this guy because I saw the interview, and I was like, wow, he's actually like saying like some mm-hmm. legit shit. But then I actually researched him, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he's fucking crazy. Yes. And then there was like, I mean, I don't really care. They had like some scandal with some stripper, which I don't really care about, like. Um, like, whatever. But then, like, he had, he was supposed to, like, make some school that he was getting funding for, for, like, all, what? all black boys that this never happened. Strictly
1: exclusive for black, right, boys, black to boys to poison their minds. That never
0: happened. Um, he said some really, like, actually, he did say something kind of profound in a video that I watched, because some girl kind of attacked him about his misogynistic and LGBT, anti-LGBT views. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, well... She said homophobic, and he was like, "Well, first of all, I'm not homophobic because he went to like the thing, like you know." Okay,
1: she he knows what she meant. Right,
0: right, 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 right.
1: Without getting te- with all the all the technicalities mm-hmm. and the semantics they were saying, like, the All word. right, th- he was you saying, like you know it meant. was
0: it was a uh, homosexual homosexuality was like a mental illness until like 19 so, It was classified. Blah, 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 blah. I
1: think it was 1977, actually. Right, I
0: was like, it was some. Ooh, that's terrible. But mm-hmm. yeah, you like I was kinda watching those videos and I was like, Wow, like he's saying some good shit about black people but and I wanted to include him in the episode, but when I researched him and what his Horrible. kind of his mindset was when it came to Horrible. everyone as a black culture, like, no, like your Horrible. your ideology of black culture is not the only route of life.
1: And that's that is their main problem. Hope mm-hmm. Twitter
0: believes their opinion
1: is the gospel.
0: When I mean, in all actuality, sorry girl. But that's the whole other, because, so, did we ever talk about the article I wrote, black is beautiful unless you're gay? We talked about yes, that. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did. So. <sighs> but
1: unless you're anything, really, according to Hotep Twitter, it's not even gay. It's black is beautiful unless you're a woman. Right. Or gay. Or trans. Or trans. Or handicap. Or anything they're, that does Literally, <laughs> it's about able-bodied, black, men. straight men. Oh, straight men. Mm -hmm. seriously so that that is my definition of too woke aside from that other people who go on these rampages i have a friend who is all about uh and i appreciate the contribution that she makes to twitter but she's all about discovering the plight of the black trans woman in american (laughs) society which is always interesting she has some deep thesis statement like once a week because her experiences a lot of our experiences mirror but hers are very different from mine and mine right. are very different from hers. But it's interesting to see how she navigates um, a cis-normative world and how she goes about the world and how the world receives and treats her. And um, that's that's something that I consider... That could be considered, quote-unquote, too woke, some of her tweets. But s- she's triggered. She's just right. trying to survive, and Twitter is her outlet. And that's And she could be a radicalist. There's a lot of... People on Twitter who they say, the black feminists, a lot of them are radicalists, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, you know, all you know, they all hate men and all, you know, like stuff like that. So, um, I think all of that is subjective though. Right. I, mean, I read I, an interesting article that uh-oh. I shared on Twitter today, which I believe that, I personally believe that the author was a little, I don't know if the author was being too biased, but it's about one of the leaders of the Black Panther. He has a, a book coming out, um you know, the old school Black Panthers in which he said that he raped black women for sport, basically. And it was talking about his misogynoir and he would go to the hood. Um, I'm just going to say for safety purposes that this is all alleged, but he would go to the hood and rape disenfranchised black women to practice. He said everything he did was intentional to practice for going across the tracks and raping white women because he viewed raping white women as an act of defiance and revolution. But he practiced his tactics on impoverished black women. Um, He valued lighter-skinned black women and fetishized them. He hated dark... Like, this is someone who was... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's real. So it's like the hatred... And that's what makes it very, very hard because it's like I feel like I have multiple marks on my back because I represent so many... Communities, but well, what you realize, what I've realized within my journey is the hatred of women, black women in particular, is real. When Malcolm X said the most disrespected person is the black woman, the most whatever, whatever person is the black, black women are typically socially, even with these studies that Good Morning America does on dating sites, black women tend to be the least desired latin men don't want us like i mean i'm not I'm, I'm saying like in in bulk what 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 these studies have said and it, it could be very it's very sad especially when black women for example and queer people of color particularly black people black queer people are leading this charge for black lives mm-hmm. matter and it doesn't seem that the black men even care that right. we are on the front lines fighting this. I mean, for all of us, but of course, you know, when black men are murdered, that is what everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you're getting it from that end, but then you're not being appreciated from anyone else, and everyone's trying to do these microaggressions and ask if your hair is real and make fun of... Like, the plight... Black women, it, it's very hard. It's, it's Black is beautiful. Black girls rock. Black girls are magic. All that fun stuff. But when you look at it socially we're we're literally all we have.
0: Damn, that's well, just it's crazy to me because, like, there's so many different like subcultures, and like one of the biggest thing that I'm like realizing now is that even with our own subcultures and the amount of segregation and like discriminate like being discriminated against, we still don't, we still do it towards each other. Oh, like, yes, we do it to each other. It's oppression. ridiculous. And, like, we've... To be we're the all oppressor. Right. But it's, just, it's crazy to me that someone who is, like, subjective to that will inflict it on somebody else And who is their and brother and sister. A, and not bite an eyelash about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Not. And, like, it's kind of... We see that a lot with the black things, church. Yeah. With the LGBT community. And one of the things that I kind of, like... Growing up... Because I grew up in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And I grew up around white people. Mm-hmm. And so, I didn't... The way I was raised, I didn't realized that the color of my skin was a hindrance mm-hmm. until i was an adult because the way i was raised i wasn't taught that like i was gonna have a harder time in life
1: oh me either i'm a I, suburb i'm a product of the suburbs too me either right I, had, I was made aware of my blackness i was
0: made aware of my blackness but i wasn't made aware that it was something that was still going on and I was still going to hit... It was made like, oh, this is history. Like, this is, you know, slavery. This is what happened in the 70s. Okay. And they fought for you to get to, to, hit, had to, like... That
1: might have hit me in, in high school. How are you saying? You realize the negative effects in Right, right, in adulthood, The that I knew I was black school. as black. Right. Like, I knew
0: that. And, then, and on top of that being light Plus skin, a lot of
1: your... Fr- right, that's it. I'm I had, dark.
0: I had no idea until I was in high school. And I'm Colorism
1: like, is real with non-people of color, mm-hmm. too. And, um... Yeah, I, I think I, I knew Some of my friends' parents I had all white friends Up until seventh grade That's when I started inter, Co-mingling my friends But right. I was, you know Certain people, you know They want to give you rides home Or yeah. acting funny And don't want you in their house And it's not always a, Oh, I don't want to be bothered See, It's didn't, that didn't, little black child
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't I didn't ever get that And then like within my own community, being light, like, I just remember, like, people saying that I couldn't, like, understand being black because of the color of my well, skin. Well, that's,
1: that's still a belief in our
0: community. Right. But I'd I didn't I didn't have those documentaries girls and dark Like, I didn't, rea- I didn't, realize, that, darks, like, I didn't realize that until I was, like, damn near 16. And, like, by that time, I'm pretty much, like, my brain is already, like, developing who I am as a person. Mm -hmm.
1: And you'll be in for a rude awakening. Well, Mm -hmm. you already know, but there are people who have not had their rude awakening, who are 40 years old who have yet to have their rude awakening, but it happens because at the end of the day, a lot of white people don't see light skin, dark skin. They see a black person. We are the ones that have created that. But we would be remiss if we did not acknowledge that people of a darker hue... Have had it harder.
0: Yeah, but you can't discredit someone's black not experience not because do, of because the, they're of a lighter complexion.
1: Lighter-skinned lighter people were allotted different things that darks that they had oh, access. Yeah. Even if you want to look in the black community, as far as the uh, Divine Nine, the National Panhellenic Council, with sororities and fraternities. there was a brown paper bag test in mm-hmm. order to become an AKA or a cap. Like that is.
0: It's very abuse. Real. It's very That's very real. That's abuse. It is so light-skinned
1: people were allotted. We still black, we still, but be- I see where dark-skinned people historically have been like, Jace, your experience, your voice doesn't even fucking matter because you were not denied Kappa Alpha Psi. You were in the house. It starts with, it can even go back to slavery. You were in the house, I was in the field. You were allowed to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I could see why people, and I'm not taking away from people of a lighter hue, but I'm just saying I could see why- Why they're angry? Not angry, but- you don't have a dog in this fight. But
0: I don't have a dog in this fight,
1: really. I'm saying I could see why people were saying that. Yes, because while I was in the hot sun picking cotton, you were vacuuming. But you're in not an in air, the air hot sun in 2016. I'm you, you're not getting what I'm saying. The point I'm trying to make. You're saying. I'm not the... speaking for me. I'm but speaking historically. But that mentality is like I'm speaking historically why I see why a darker person would brush your experience off to the side because light-skinned people were allotted different privileges than dark-skinned people. Mm Dark-skinned people didn't even have privileges. Mm -hmm. And I use slavery as a context because the birth of this nation with black people, I would say that I am aware, I'm aware, I'm aware
0: aware of the history. I'm aware of the history, but people, you can't take someone's Black experience away from I'm them not, completely. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying I, you are, but I'm saying what that I'm saying is, people are doing. What I'm
1: that. saying is, like, there's I can been see times, there's been times, believe... there's been
0: arguments that's been going on, and there's been arguments. People that are my friends mm-hmm. who I've had an input on that, and they're like, "Well, you, your, your input doesn't matter because you're white." Right. I can see
1: why. I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm saying that I can see why. Statistically, do you terrible. ever do you ever watch what would you do statistically if we if I was a black man? Or let's just say if you were a a a black woman, statistically, and we have seen this on shows and in studies, if you walk into the Walgreens, statistically, and you're walking around, you are less susceptible to be followed. I'm going to be the followed one by the sales associate.
0: Okay, but like like statistically, but statistically, but you can't take away my black experience for the color of my skin. I'm not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you. I'm just talking about in general people. but, but, But I'm aware there's people who are who are. You know a lot of complexion who are like, okay, bop, bop, I'm a bop, whatever the case may be. Who are not aware, I'm not saying but... that you aren't
1: aware. What I'm saying is, we would be it would be stupid to say that light skinned people and dark skinned people have had have the mirrored, same experience, mirrored absolutely experiences. not. That's that's all absolutely I'm saying, not. That's but that's what... like, so but then it's like saying that, like, you know, someone who's someone...
0: heterosexual and black is saying that, like, oh, there's two different experiences, you know, someone who's yes, heterosexual that's and black, what I'm saying. right?
1: And I'm not saying I'm not taking away. From your blackness with you being lighter skinned, what I'm saying is you'd have to acknowledge that you had historically a different set of privileges than a dark-skinned person has. Yes, And that's not saying, oh, because Jace goes into the world as a black man. I'm not trying to hear that you were followed. Who cares that you were followed by cops? Your lights, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is historically dark-skinned people and the proof is in the pudding. We see in stories people of a darker hue have had a harder time than our lighter counterparts.
0: Historically, historically, but that does not take away from the blackness as a people, and that yeah, was my and it entire does not.
1: point. And that I, and I'm saying, have I think this entire time matter. we were agreeing, and but it disagreeing. was disagree. But I'm just, I'm no from but my mind. But you're mom's saying, you're saying from
0: like you know, you're saying from like, you can understand it uh, and I was, just, and I was saying you, but not Char. I was just saying, like, yeah, oh yeah. Whatever. I people. still stand by
1: that. I can understand why someone would brush your experience off to this. I could totally understand why because mm-hmm. people are hurting. People are. My mother would not brush your experience off to the side, but my mother was raised in a family. My mother is one of two dark, everybody in my mama's family include her dad was about was lighter than you. Her mom was like your color. All of her brothers and sisters are like peanut butter. And then she's a chocolate chip like me. And my uncle George is a chocolate chip. Okay. So here, about how about and this there was example? Colorism. About this Hold example? on, let me finish. Okay, go on. There, my mother was raised in the South. Her father was a Creole man who was color struck okay, who made my mom feel like this big sometimes. He was Mm -hmm. very colored, all he knew was high cheekbones and long wavy hair. Mm -hmm. So now this little dark skinned girl is, what is this? And my, carrying my last name? So my mother, some of the stories that she has to tell, even with my uncle George, how he was treated from my grandfather compared to my uncle Mike and my uncle Roy and my uncle Jesse who were lighter was treated from my, and this is in their own household. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is you cannot deny the colorism where my mom might've gotten a hand-me-down, but my aunt Ivy was like, I'm not wearing hand me down We're going to, we have to go to the store. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is even in my own experience, it can't be denied. And this is all, you know, when they were, everything's, you know, fine now, but growing up in the South, my mother was treated very differently than, for example, my Aunt Vera, who's a year... I want to say a year older than her. Light skin, big eyes, long hair. And my mom was chocolate, big eyes, and medium hair. Mm-hmm. And they were in a lot of the same classes. My mom was very smart. Skipped, but that's different skipped grade, but they Because they were treated differently mm-hmm. by white people and by black people. They The way they went about the world. Even being sisters, sharing the last name, being a year apart from each other. In church, in school... In the grocery store, they were treated differently. Even Oprah said... Oprah had Hmm. his... Not to keep rambling about this, but even... This is, like,
0: almost... (sighs) So, my... Okay, my initial example is... Was that, okay, you have two dark-skinned African-American people. Mm -hmm. One grows up in the depths of Compton. One grows up in Calabasas. Okay. Does the experience of the person... Living, growing up around black people in Compton. Surpassed the one of the person growing up with, with the Kardashians in
1: Calabasas. As far as their
0: blackness. No. No. Why no. not?
1: Because they still have black experiences. Mm-hmm. Just two very different black experiences, but they still have black experiences. So... I was raised in the suburbs. I have a totally different experience than, for example, my roommates who were raised out west, on the west side of Chicago. Right.
0: I just don't understand, like, how... And maybe it's just me, This just maybe... Mm, no, it's not just me. I just don't see how someone could ever say that I'm, like, less black because of my black experience. Not
1: saying that you're less black. That's why I I've think been you're said, that's why I, I think was, you're missing my my I'm not saying that you're
0: less No black. I'm saying I'm not saying you you're saying I'm saying like I I I, when I said talking. I didn't know I was okay, light well, I didn't skinned until high school is because I was told I like I didn't get it. I was less black, da well, like, I'm familiar do you with the experience Do you
1: not see how someone could come to that conclusion? No, 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 no. I understand that. Because you're light skinned and you, from the suburbs. But
0: you can't tell me that I'm
1: less black. Okay, well, I don't know your experience with them telling you that you're less black, but what I'm saying I is I could well I could over, see I'm saying I'm not saying that you're less black, what I'm saying I'm saying I could see why someone who may have come from Compton is looking at you like what does this yellow boy from the suburbs have to say about the black experience in America who is probably walking around surrounded by all of his white friends I could, can you not but do you see that that's that? ignorant? It's very ignorant, but can you okay. not? I'm not saying that it's okay. not okay. ignorant, can we, we can, but what I'm saying is, can you not see how someone would denote your experience? Like, what the fuck does he know? Yes. he hadn't no, been chased no, I down by cops. Like I, I know my history. Up ignorant, at gunpoint or but I think it's ignorant. But I think it's ignorant. And I'm not saying that and it's I not. I think it's
0: ignorant, and like that's kind of what it is. And so, but anyways, kiss and until. How are y'all? I want to hear <laughs> thoughts and opinions, tweet us, or message us, or smoke signal us, whatever you have to do. Um, but I definitely kind of want to get some insight on all the topics that I've, t- I've talked today. Like, what do you hear in music, um, exes in public, being friends with exes, all that jazz. Um, so, Char, uh, anything else? No, I ain't got nothing else. See, she awake now. She started, like, you know, thirty. 13 No, day. I'm actually <laughs>
1: tired as fuck. It's 9.30, and I have to be at work in 12
0: hours. Well, because you're eight hours at least, gets you a nice little nightcap. But I will see y'all later, Toodles. Bye, guys.